thanks to seeing a lot of games made by one or two developers that are incredibly talented and basically studios having a higher standard than ever before, do you think it's harder for starting animators to get into the gaming industry? It's a good question. Uh, as compared to when I got in, I think absolutely. I think that that will be how I hate when my answers are that, well, that's how every industry probably is, but like the access to knowledge, I think the internet in general and, and people's ability to practice with like the technology in their own home, rather than like having to go somewhere where the computer exists, like people's access to practice time, I think has gone up. And so their skills are higher than ever before. Um, all, uh, but I don't think it's necessarily the result of games made by one or two developers that are really talented. I think those definitely still feel like outliers. Like Lucas Pope is such an incredible developer who does everything. Return of the Oberdin is an amazing game. Not a lot of animation, but he did do all of the art and all of the sound and all of it, the design, like every piece of that game. And it's so fun and unbelievable. But I don't think Lucas Pope being an amazing individual person makes it harder for other people to get into the industry because he's doing his own thing. Usually. Absolutely. Uh, I yeah. actually think that <clears throat> seeing studios making more content with fewer people also kind of makes it easier to get into the industry because there are so many opportunities. There are so many studios. I can think of like five that just started like fully funded VC startups with hugely amazing developers hiring opportunities for remote work that like started within the last two months. Like it's crazy mm. how many opportunities. There oh yeah. Are it's on people. fire. Yeah. So it, it's quality bar higher than when I got my first internship, but prolific, I feel like there's an unbelievable amount of jobs. And so if mm. you are, are prepared and you are applying everywhere, like there's a lot of opportunity. And I think, like, I think if anything, use these stories as inspirations too, because it's like, what's stopping you from being one of these sort of one person shows too? Like you, like you, even just because you want to be an, if you want to be an animator in video games, you, what I always tell people is stop thinking like that. You need what you want to be a game developer that happens to enjoy animating and animation is what you're bringing to the party. Just sort of like the parties at Atlanta, you know, um, you know, and had back in high school, I'm framing the conversation right now. Just wonder, you know, back, back in the day you, you needed to bring ice cream. You just happen to be bringing this to the one to the party, but bringing some animation skills, but there's nothing stopping you from, you know, you wouldn't be turning people away at the ice cream party. If they also brought cotton candy, would you probably no. not? No, I'd go. say you enhanced the experience. There you go, enhance. So I think it's an opportunity to, for you also possibly broaden your skill set too because you're going to be a lot more marketable to these smaller startup companies because these teams tend to be smaller. And so they need people that are a bit more skilled, well-rounded skilled sets rather than just these hyper-specialized hyper you know, animation skill sets. It's, you know, it's not the bad to have, but often they can't afford to bring in specialized people. So... And uh, I think even the big companies appreciate that because then you're a bit more flexible and maybe you can help other teams. You're not just an animator, for instance. You, yeah. you kind of understand how games are made and you can sort of help bail the water. Even yeah. if you're not doing that oh, yeah. job, you can talk totally. to the people who are doing you, that job. Exactly. So you will help you them it. do their work faster. Totally. Yeah. 
Totally. And I mean, I, and this, this, I would be remiss to not also mention learn, taking the time to learn some of the peripheral skills so that you can have those conversations with learn who takes the work that you did and then puts it in the game, for instance. Also understand who provides you the thing that you depend on every day, like the rigs. Learn enough about those, those particular jobs so you can actually have meaningful conversations uh, with those, those other departments because it's going to make your life easier. It's going to make everyone's life easier and producers are going to love you because you're going to be solving problems left, right, and center because too many too many people have the blinders on and they just sort of like just tell me what i'm supposed to do today and they're not thinking about what's going on around them you know yeah and, and just be a good person <laughs> just, yes. just be fun to yeah. work with <laughs> that's yeah. one of the part that is often for, forgotten oh what you know what is the most important mm -hmm. thing when i get to uh, work on all that i mean there's, there's a hundred of things but you know be kind and if people like your presence uh it it most probably going to be fine unless you suck miserably. <laughs> but other than that, if you're just average and people like you, yep. you're, oh, you're yeah. fine. And just be curious and, you know, go in the flow and evolve over time. But, I totally yeah. agree. People that are like just average, but super nice and very, very accommodating and very helpful, they survive companies way longer than the super genius that's a complete dick. Those, uh, those people don't usually last very long. Thankfully, and people yeah. who suck but are really nice, people want to help you. Yeah, so totally. You'll get totally. better. You won't yeah. suck. <laughs> totally. You won't suck forever if you got a good attitude, that's for sure.